0: This is a follow-up to a episode I did previously where uh, we talked about broccoli and breast cancer. And I wanted to shed a little bit more light on this. I've received quite a few comments and questions on other platforms about this. And so, uh, first off, it's just a disclaimer. This is not intended to diagnose or treat or uh, offer a cure or anything of that nature. This is medical information based on research that was conducted by people much smarter than I, but... I wanted to share it just to shed some light on this. And so um, first off, you know, there are a variety of forms of cruciferous vegetables. Broccoli is just one of them. Broccoli sprouts are actually a precursor to the plant, and they are rich in something called glucoraphan. This is actually a precursor to the sulforaphane we talked about in the previous episode. And the the beauty of this is, well, it's, it's easy to get. It tastes good. Uh, it's easy to put on salads and a variety of other things that uh, – taste good and my kids will actually eat. But it actually has a a compound in there that's been shown to have some anti-cancer effects in terms of prostate, breast, and urinary cancer. And that substance is isothionate. And so I wanted just to bring that to light. There's also some data on some potential protection from UV radiation and the skin. So obviously there's a lot more work that needs to be done on this, but I think it's just fascinating that A simple plant has such a wide range of potentially positive health benefits. There's even some data on gastritis, which was just inflammation of the the stomach or the gut lining caused by a bacteria called H. pylori, which is very common and very easy to test for. And there's been some data that actually shows that consuming broccoli sprouts can help reduce the chance of this problem developing and also protect against some irritation in the upper airways as well as some DNA damage so it's got a wide range of potential health benefits. The other uh, thing I wanted to uh, uh, bring about is that we are all exposed to a wealth of environmental toxins. You can live uh, you know in the rural parts of nowhere, you're still going to get exposed to some environmental toxins. And the body has its own innate system to help manage those and get rid of those. But the power of foods is actually to help improve and and enhance the detoxification process, just depending on how it's prepared, the the amount ingested, and um, the type of plant. It has a variety of potential benefits, not only in terms of cancer, but also inflammation and detoxifying the body. The final point I wanted to share in this brief uh, episode is how much is enough. And it's interesting to note that researchers have shown an inverse relationship between uh, cruciferous vegetable consumption and cancer. And the data that they shared uh, shows that consuming at least one serving a week has shown potential benefit in the reduction of cancers of the mouth cavity, oral pharynx, esophagus, colorectal, breast, and kidney cancer. And that's just one serving per week. Uh, another study uh, was in, uh, I believe, Mo- Molecular Nutrition and Food Research, showed that uh, you know having three to five servings per week also has shown to lower the incidence of a variety of cancers, including breast, lung, prostate, colorectal cancer. And uh, it's widely and extensively reported in the literature. So if you have some questions uh, about where to find some data on that, just uh, please reach out. I shared uh, in a previous comment on the podcast a page that uh, the data that was shared by this particular study showed a decrease in the risk of cancer by approximately 30%. So pretty powerful stuff when you think about just a simple dietary intervention and how that has the potential to uh, impact health and longevity. So have a fantastic week. Take care.